You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast, brought to you ad-free with the support of our patrons. Visit mashthosebuttons.com or stay tuned after the show for more details. What is going on, guys? Welcome to Double Tap. This is Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to the FGC. I am, of course, your host. Crash, a.k.a. Dre, a.k.a. Mr. Shades Inside. But you can't tell right now because, unfortunately, this is not being live streamed today. But I'm with me, as per usual. We're, we're taking it back. This is Double Tap Classic. Not only are we not doing a live show, but it's only the two, one of the two OGs. Not to say Static G is not an OG, but it's, we're looking at the triple OG himself, Meza, in the building. What's up, bro? <laughs> it, it feels so weird doing it like this again. <laughs> It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those that are not in the know, maybe they didn't see the tweet. Unfortunately, my uh, my uh, main rig that I'm doing a lot of the show on, uh, GPU is a little, little got got mixed, got got mixed up a little bit. Uh, so I'm working on getting that fixed this week. So it happened unfortunately last night. So not in time for me to go ahead and, and, and fix it up. But it's all good. We will be back and in full force next week. So uh, and as as well, we'll have Static G coming back. My man's just taking a quick vacay. I don't know if he's riding out, riding around in roller coasters or something, but he, he will like be back as well. Lot. He's been doing he that a lot. He's been doing I mean, that. I yeah, think I, it's good though. He said this is the last trip, so I mean, yeah, you need the mental. You know, it's the mental man. You you gotta get you gotta, gotta get, the, get right. the reset. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Right. Um. But yeah, yeah. So shout out to him. He'll be back once again next week. But in the meantime, we're gonna be holding it down this week. This is of course Double Tap. This is a podcast dedicated to everything and anything in the fighting game community. This is episode two hundred and sixty four, recorded on the eleventh of April, twenty twenty two. And we got some things to talk about. Also, yeah, if uh, if I do sound a little different, that is because I am currently on a different setup this week. Uh, my lovely assistant was kind enough to let me use her stuff. So appreciate you. Thank you very much. Go follow Wonders Tales. Anyway, uh, we're getting right into it, guys. Let's check out the Fighters Corner. We've got some updates. We've got some input that I can't wait to hear from Meza very much. So uh, coming up, we talked about it last week, but we'll get into that in a second. But real quick, let's just jump into it. Uh, so Arxis, more specifically... BB tag kind of a big week this week, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, so it, it's, it was kind of a, a shit show, uh, for the past few weeks because everybody's been kind of playing the game, but not playing the uh -huh. game. So it's very, uh, people are doing very much, uh, specific lobbies. And now that, you know, the whole rollbacks finally getting like rolled out properly, yeah. uh, everybody's kind of excited to finally give, give it a kind of a twirl the thing is it's just what console are we all going to like are we going to console playing on ps4 or are we going to steam so it's kind of this like mixed bag still where i think mm -hmm. we're still gonna have that problem as you see like there's a lot of companies that are looking into cross you know cross play i think this is still kind of a problem but it, this will at least keep the scene kind of coming back in alive. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's sure. it's a it's a weird it's a weird state because this felt like it took longer than it should have considering Central Fiction came out with theirs first and then this long-gated amount of time for BB Tag to release yeah. with theirs it's just I don't know if people are going to stick with it. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's coming out this week April 14th is when the uh rollback rolls out. There's 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 a play on words for you. Uh but right now looking at the Steam charts, you know, at, at this, you know, in the past 24 hours we're you know, we're shy about 100 players. Right now we're about 60 playing online. It's going to be interesting to see how those numbers are going to bump up in terms of averages. Uh, currently, it does stay around those averages, 100 or so online on Steam. But once again, like you said, Meza, this is this is just Steam specifically. We don't know if this is going to be the 
the end point for you know competitive i actually have to double check to see if there's been any kind of big like discrepancies in terms of the game console to pc because that is always a factor no matter what um you're always going to go what is you know the okay i I take that back we're not going to always be with the most optimized setup because there are some barriers to that right i.e the pc world uh and the cost there but you know this is just a help a push in that kind of direction so rollback coming in the 14th i mean if they can just then take it to the next tier right arcs is already doing it with their flagship game and adding crossplay. if they can then start rolling it out with uh with these other games i mean I, i'm just now thinking about it right strive is getting crossplay. yeah what is really stopping arcs from applying the fix you know basically the same methodology to their other games it's still all internal it's still all in the same team, right? Like you would think they know how the structure works. If because the, the biggest thing that has been brought out from like you know uh, things like the Japanese Developers Conference when that was brought up like way way a while ago, on, I think on the first one, um, you know the biggest hurdle they had to deal with is obviously like integration of Steam or Xbox or PlayStation like names and such coinciding then with you know the other servers that they have to hit, right? Like yeah. you know I'm on Steam, you're on console. Like how is it that we can link up in game that crash tag on steam can then create some sort of temporary profile that is read by xbox or playstation that then talks to meza on psn right that that was the big that was the big discrepancy they're like that solving that is always an issue but i'm like you know what if if fucking arxis already does it for strive that means they have the bullet they have the silver bullet to do, apply it to others right i would i would agree with that but here's the problem you got to remember uh they are also, so they're the developer, but they have to primarily be the publisher too. Because I feel like the publishers have a lot more say in it, mm. especially if you look at, so BB, BB uh, Tag has oh, PQ. That is true. So I don't know if the true. multiple different guest characters and other game company, uh, other companies that might have been a part of that publishing or are just mm. in general have a say in leasing their characters. If gotcha. they're saying, hey, crossplay isn't going to net us more money. So don't do it. That that's kind of where I'm stuck at, and I, I'm look. I looked it up. BB Tag actually has Arc System works as a publisher, but it also has P Cube. So mm. it's kind of one of those weird things versus something like Central Fiction, where all the the publishers primarily Arc System works, Axis Games, H2 Interactive, Limited Run Games. So like, I don't know how much those come into play versus when you look at something like Guilty Gear, which might not have all those, which they only have you know, what, Sega, Bandai, Namco, you know, they have other companies that are willing to do that, that are yeah. more flexible and that are bigger, mm-hmm. right? So they make a lot more money. So this is a, a weird situation that we've come across, at least I feel like I'm noticing, is how much do the publishers have a say? Even though the designers and developer is Arc System Works, mm-hmm. it's a little confusing to know who what's happening behind the scenes there. Yeah, Um We'll we'll see what goes down, but let's see how this implementation with implementation with uh, BB tag roll rollback is gonna end up working. I mean, it's a win to be honest. Oh yeah, yeah. No, hands down. <laughs> like we're we're now you know that's already one of the check uh, check boxes like a must have right at this point. It's like you you gotta have it. Um, and if you don't, then uh, people are gonna look at people aren't gonna jump on it as quickly. Yeah, they're gonna like, be the very, re-release is great, but no rollback until this point. It was like definitely has been a detriment. I mean, they had the beta. The beta was kind of like yes, a really yes. bad variation of what people were expecting versus like you know you mm-hmm. had Central Fiction, you have Strive, you have all these games that have rollback in it. It's doing very well. Central Fiction boosted tremendously. Now we're looking at BB Tag that didn't really get that boost. I mean, 
it's kind of hard to because I think it was only on Steam at the time, actually, for the rollback. Yeah, the console yeah. release was like later or after it was after that, something like that. I have to I have to double check. So it's like one of those things. Like, how are people really going to be for the for BB tag? I don't think people are against rollback. I think they're against bad rollback, right? Oh, so, yeah, of course, of course. So like, even if it's implemented, it has to be good. Who, who's who's for that? I like to meet the motherfucker that's like, yeah, I love my delay based. Uh, yeah, I I want it to to not be as best as possible. I want to, to a, a teleporting DP character is my fucking favorite type of character. That is the ultimate tier fucking final raid boss. I mean, Melty Blood's kind of going through that right now with their oh, whole yeah, the rollbacks yeah. not the best, which is very weird considering you would expect French Bread to kind of be a little bit more on things because they had time. But I mean, it's slow improvements, right? You know, everybody's yeah, kind sure. of diving. Rollback is a new world in a sense. It's it's new to everyone, even though it's not. It's just new to these bigger companies who have to implement it very fast, very quickly, and make sure it's efficient for everyone, which is just difficult in its own, especially when you have, you know, player A from the US playing player B from Japan or Europe, and you want it to all coincide and be good. So it, it's a little tough, I would imagine. Yeah, but we'll see how that turns out. That is going on this week, April 14th. That's T minus what, like three days from now? Yeah, three days from now. We're going to see. We're going to keep an eye on those numbers. We're going to report back next week and see. Whether or not it ends up uh, working out. But in the meantime, we was just talking about Melty's. Let's just jump on it. I don't know about you, but it was fucking really weird for me uh, to randomly see like Ono, uh, Ono tweet like on my uh, on my timeline. I was like, oh shit, that's right. Ono is fucking, I keep forgetting. Yeah. Ono's involved with Melty Blood. Like, right. It's like, I completely, it completely skipped my mind. That's where the, the, the guy's been uh, for the past, what, like a year or two now at this Roughly, point. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Melty Blood came out with a second set of free. That is R-F-E-E. That is free 99. That is take one, please. Sample DLC characters that have been announced. This happened at the end of the uh, official tournament that went down yesterday. It was a, I believe it was a Japanese online only tournament. And uh, we I had some of it. It was pretty good. Did you? Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I got I to see a not. couple. I, it was like weird fucking times, obviously. And uh, I was... Um, Shout outs, shout outs to the, the Tekken Cats from both Philly and NYC. I was actually at the NYC Tekken event. Over the weekend, I, I brought a bunch of players out to that Philly versus New York exhibition that went down out in Brooklyn. Uh, so I was like tied up there. Um, I actually have some footage and stuff. There's going to be our, our next section of World Warrior, which is going to come next week because I have footage that I want to show you guys and I got to upload, but it's all 360 footage and stuff. So I got to do some really cool shit to get it all up and running. But uh, yes, yeah, so I, I completely fucking missed this tournament because of that. Um, but I saw the trailer shortly after. I was like, oh, shit. Um, okay. So we got Mario, Gallo, Bestino, and Powered Seal. Yeah. Is it Seal? Uh, or Seal. They, they Seal, say right? Seal. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's interesting. Uh, I think Powered Seal is kind of someone. So to my, my knowledge, I believe she's part of lore. So that's mm -hmm. why she's made a reappearance. And she does have a little bit of difference look to her. I, I want to see if she still has a symbol on her back. She got no tattoos, dog. Yeah, that's what I'm The tattoo game confused. out. I mean, I wonder if that's... <laughs> They're like, if that's, uh, that's lore related. Yeah, that's I'm not sure. I can ask some people who are more heavily into it, but I don't know anything about this Mario Gallo character. But besides that, it's a puppet character. I was going to say that's that's all I know about him, too. As soon as I saw that at first, the hands, I was like, what is this Freddy Krueger ass glove wearing cat right now? And then when I got to see the gameplay, I was like, oh, shit, is this like I was already before I even saw or read that it was a puppet character. I was just looking at raw gameplay. I was like, like, OK something in the middle oh 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 shit oh shit oh we got a puppet character god damn for those that don't know a puppet character is someone that has a 
is a character that has an independent other character on screen that um, sometimes they can or cannot be interacted with. In other words, you could maybe kill them. Sometimes you can't even interact with them. Uh, but they have their commands. Um, they can command that character to do other things while they are also independent to press buttons and such, uh, which can create a very tricky style of gameplay, a really dirty style of gameplay as well, if y'all know who, which characters I'm talking about here. Uh, but this guy firmly lands on that same level. And uh, it looks like, what is that? I don't know if that's like a, a, a human nun or like a robotic nun. I know he's got minions is what he's calling it. Um, but yeah, he, he's he's got the dirt for sure, just, just from what I have saw. I think it's very interesting that they're taking this route, though, to release. So we there's a big talk right now about, and mm -hmm. I'm not going to go too deep into it until probably Gabe gets back. But there's been a deep talk about free to play, right? Oh God, yeah. Which I'm like the, I said, I'm dreaded, not going to die. The dreaded three P, F two P, baby, F two P. And and here's the thing. I think they've been doing a reverse. They're like, hey, you bought the $40 game, if I recall it was. It was $40 yeah, game. I believe it was and they're just under, like, yeah. here's all these free DLCs. And I'm just like... Yeah, this is not the first set of DLC, right? This has been... All their DLC has been free. And we, we've seen this happen in the past where, you know, games will... Like Tekken's done it. They're like, hey, look, you know, we're going to be free yeah. updates, right? Yeah. But this game has primarily done nothing but free everything so far. So uh, KOF, do, KOF is doing it too, to some extent. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, man. I mean, this is okay for me. I I don't play the game as much. I'll definitely mess around with the characters when they come out. Don't care so much, like I said, about the game. But I think it's cool that they're getting free DLC. They've done some updates to the game, which some people are happy about. Some people aren't. I, I don't particularly think it was the best moves. But overall, they seem to be creating these characters to play around their system and kind of ab abuse those who want to use the system better. So I think there's a lot of good stuff that might come into this, especially with new characters. They have to change the system a little bit. Uh, it's free. I, I really can't fight that. It's free. So if you want your game to survive, this is an easy way to do it. I mean, it's one way for sure. Uh, it's not free, the best. Uh, we're not gonna. We're not gonna get into the F. Yeah, that's why like, I said I just want right to like. That's, touch that's for something. later. That's for later. Um. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's definitely one way to, you know, kind of support your scene, right? You know, you're not building up any walls to get what possibly could be viable characters or give some people some new characters, some new content to enjoy. Uh, this is coming with also a new stage uh, and new music as well as the two characters. Uh, but the other side of that, like you said, is the balancing that has uh, been coming. It's going to be coming along. So there's been some translations on it uh I, I don't think there's an official website posting yet but there's been translations over it uh it's mostly geared towards of course shielding uh less recovering on whiffs so kind of prevents potentially preventing some fuzzies uh bug fixes and of course um uh uh what is it uh freeze uh, other, other aspects of, of fucking shielding are getting getting um touched as well as ex boost being now cancelable to shield when shielded which is no guaranteed punish and more usable and neutral kind of deal. These are, these are just some of the uh, early translations from it. So they're kind of pointing into the direction of, of kind of addressing how shielding has been and how the game has kind of, the meta has grown through these mechanics that it's kind of been a bit of a pain for people, to be honest. Uh, but once once they actually kind of give us an official, you know, look as to how it's going to affect it and when we get it, which funny enough, now that I think about it, I think all the adjustments are coming with, 
with with them and that's gonna be on the 14th too this week like i said this is gonna be kind of a fucking busy week uh that's happening also on the 14th so three days from now we're looking to see uh these changes i believe alongside at least the characters i cannot confirm whether or not the fucking changes are happening at the same time i gotta i gotta double check i'm pretty sure they are because i saw a little bit of juyuna stuff and it seemed like they already put everything up in japanese so i'd imagine it's coming the same time what's interesting to me is nobody saw this coming yeah, this was definitely left field. So I, I, it kind of reminds me back in the day when we used to get announced new characters, and we we wanted so badly before we had the the whole like mod crackings the scene that was like breaking everything behind the scenes. Yeah. Like we always had the speculation. They're like, ah, eh, we don't really know, but it was always exciting when we got something that we weren't expecting sooner than we expected. We're like, oh shit, mm-hmm. this is crazy. Yeah. But this is how I hope that Melty Blood fans feel. And I also hope that, it, and I'm noticing some of the, the comments, people are like, oh, I'm buying this game right now. I was like, is it because of Power Sealed or is it because they just keep throwing free DLC? It's kind of like, ah, I can't avoid it. It's only a $40 game. So I, I think it's just such a good method. Yeah, it's it's good value. It's definitely a way to get people in. Yes, yeah, right now, yeah, they're for DLC up or grabs. Uh, once again, April 14th, if you haven't already, go check it out if you want to go support. Or if you haven't been playing in a little bit and want to get back, there you go. This is now the time, especially if uh, shielding and the neutral game's kind of been uh, a pain in your side. It's It looks like the times are changing. So go check that out this week on the 14th. Funny note, this is the first puppet character in the game. Right? Guy. I didn't think Melty did have any puppet characters up to this point. They have two playable characters. Technically, it's not a puppet character because you can't... You can move yes. um, what's, the maids. What's they called? The maids, yeah. You can move them, but you can't... You have to You have to uh, manipulate them. But this, this is a full-on puppet character. Like They've command, never had command yeah. puppet. Like you're exactly. actually doing... Like, like Carl. Ha- quarter circle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Correct. Correct. So, right. it's interesting. Yeah, so go check it out, guys. Once again, 14, some Melty Blood content for free. Shout out to Ono. Shout out to Titan Moon. Shout out to French Bread. All right. Um, so one last thing before we actually get into kind of the uh, a big discussion with Chumeza is, of course, Skullgirls. 10th year anniversary. Celebrating it this year. So uh, they posted up on Twitter, at Skullgirls on Twitter, that, um, you know, it's the never-ending launch party, which is kind of like a joke in itself. The game actually has been out for 10 years. It doesn't and, feel like it. You know. And technically, what season one was just last year when it was kind of like official that it was dropping, but we had already gone through a multitude of tournaments, evil champs, uh, circuits, and now, you know, characters that are, you know, season one past, right? With with Annie and such, which, uh, uh, what's it called? Annie and Umbrella are, are the latest ones. And Umbrella, funny enough, her PS4 launch is coming up later this week. Um, They are going to have some special celebration art for the 10th year anniversary. Some gifts on Skullgirls Mobile. Dahlia's debut, which, yes, she was lined up to be the next DLC character. I don't think we've seen gameplay from her. We know of the character, but I don't think there's been a an actual trailer yet. So we don't know how she's going to end up being. So we're waiting to hear that. So it looks like they're gearing up for a lot of announcements coming up real good, uh, which is fucking, you know, it's awesome to see. Like Skullgirls, once again, it's kind of been my uh, one of my favorite games that I don't play. It's it's weird. I I. It's such a it's such a weird relationship I have with Skullgirls. I love the art. I can see myself playing the game. I just like have not. I just haven't taken the dot. Like okay, let me reiterate. I have played the game very early on, uh, but I have not played like what it currently has been for the past. I want to say like three or four years is is really like my 
my my cutoff point of when I really just did not pick up the sticks on it for a I always, while. I always feel like I like always dabble with it whenever new characters come out or just in general when I just yeah, I'm like I'll be yeah. sitting there I'm like oh what can I play oh hey Skullgirls it takes like yes, it's like yes. only one point two gigs netcode is it does so many things just so right netcode is good I love the assist system so much oh, that's my favorite part the predetermined ones but then the ones that you can actually create yourself like that kind of customization you legit cannot find any other fucking modern fighting game it looks amazing it rivals Darkstalkers if not exceeds it in terms of the animation and honestly what i like in the character design okay some of the dog soccer stuff is a little bit better like you can't oh, yeah. you just can't there's some of those are just fucking timeless you can't uh you can't compare the two but it's fucking really close like if they, if they keep going like i can see them doing better um but yeah they, they they got a lot of stuff lined up for for us this week or not just not only this week for for that um Release for Umbrella, but of course, uh, what's going to be going on in the future? Well, like I said, live events, maybe some special events, exhibitions, Dolly and all. So keep uh, keep your ears out. Make sure to go follow them at Skullgirls on Twitter. And of course, we'll be reporting on anything else that comes down the line. Uh, but shout out to them, 10 year anniversary. Fucking some fighting games just don't even make it that far, which is. You know what's crazy. interesting is that this is like one of the only games I can legitimately say. I feel like it, sh- <laughs> I feel like it, it sur- preserves the era of like, Third Strike, MVC2, CVS2. And yeah, I, the reason why I say that is it feels very much like that era. Like yeah. it's in the wrong time period, but it's it's good because it still reminds us of it. It's and like I, taking one of those games and bringing it to the modern era type exactly. of Exactly. Like I love the music. I love the art. It just feel, it feels like me going back in time. Even though this game is doesn't seem hella old to me. It seems like it's no. brand new, it's but it's been around clean. Still holds for a long 10 time. years old and it still holds up. Like, like to put to to put in perspective, just the amount of work. Like, well, I was just trying to because th- I was doing it was weird. I was doing a comparison between this and Doc Stalker. So I was like, okay, what are things that Doc Stalker does? Like, Doc Stalker has like a, a for for one, it's fucking way older, right? It's way older, but it still had so many like unique animations and sprites for specific moves that you know any other fighting game, especially nowadays, that you know you can also just keep it plain, right? Like, or at least at the time. Uh, you know, if you get grabbed by by Geef or you get grabbed in Street Fighter 2 or something, the animation is always kind of like this specific frame for this character and they just get tossed or something, right? Like in Darkstalkers, it was like if these characters get burned or hit with the super, it's a unique aftershock like sprite that comes up. Like they're burnt a certain way. They're not just like, okay, uh, here's another, here's a good example. You get fireballed in Street Fighter 2, you could be E Honda and you still get that same, you know, flaming body fucking sprite right where it's like someone that's definitely way muscular it's definitely not what ehonda's body type is hits the ground right it happens with chunner happens with all characters female or male you get the same sprite while as like in doc stalkers that wasn't the case right it's all unique to it fucking skull girls does the same thing and actually umbrella is the latest example because when she gives you in that command grab when you're putting that bubble yep. every fucking character is unique in terms of what they do in the bubble and i'm it's like cool. they didn't have to do that they could have literally just chosen the fucking straight path and be like we pick this hitting frame of the animation right here to be just the oh or maybe we can recycle this frame or the dizzy frame or something like that the stagger frame and put it in there no these fuckers decided to just like no we're gonna draw it that is unique to the personality of each character for this one move. And that's just one move I can think of. There's probably a fucking other moves that do that. Oh, there's tons. But I'm like, God damn it. Like they put so much fucking work and love into this game. This game is amazing to look at. I think it's the one and only game I've seen gone through so much controversy and still come out winning. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's tremendously. That, but that, technically, it's not even the game that controversy. Yeah, but like anything surrounding it. it. But but you know how it is. You're like, oh, one one little piece, the the fucking house of cards come coming down. It's like, nah, they they definitely were able to re up and 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 you know fix those fix that issue and and keep moving forward positively. Which you know, once again, respect to the team for that because that just shows like you can't one little problem like that should not be able to dismantle like such a fucking crazy passion project that has been in the works for ten years, right? Like. Yep. Yeah, that's just how strong it is. So shout out to them. Uh, so, all right, this is the last piece we got for our Fighters Corner real quick. And this is kind of like the biggest. We talked a little bit about it last week, uh, me and Static G specifically on a surface level. But we wanted to get Meza in it, of course, and we weren't going to do it without him. Uh, so we, of course, had our DNF fucking second DNF beta go down. Uh, if you hadn't didn't hear it already last week, we kind of, you know, we're Telling y'all, Meza had a good reason for not showing up. This man was putting in 13,000, uh, 13,000, 13 plus <laughs> hour <laughs> fucking, might as well felt like 13,000 hours, but 13 plus hour VODs of the game. He was just grinding it out. Um, So I don't, I think, and he will know better than, than anyone else here on this show and, and give us a good idea, a good feel for how the game is, especially comparing it to the previous beta. Um, Like, yo, the floor is yours. Give us, sell it to us. Tell us what's good. <laughs> tell us what's bad. What you like, what you didn't like, and what you're hoping maybe might change by the time we get to our eventual uh, uh, actual release, our actual commercial release, which is going to be, what is it, July, I think, again? Uh, like June. June 20th. Or June, yeah. June 20th. Thank you. No problem. Um, so I'll, I'll start by saying this beta was a lot better uh, to start off with. We didn't have to download the game and have servers down for like the first five hours. So that's already a tremendous step up from what they did, which I, I was like, okay, I could play the game right off the bat. Uh, yeah, I think that they did the right things this time around. They made it way more clear, to me at least, that it's a beta for online and it's to stress test the servers. I felt like this time around, I wasn't playing a lot of North America. I was, mm. I was playing a lot more Japan which was very weird because i felt like i should have seen that before but this time it felt like the doors were open a little bit more so i did find some matches that maybe like one or two out of like my hundreds of matches it felt like it was how many matches underwater. did you did you think you got in uh over the course of the whole weekend yeah yeah the whole I, the whole I, beta i truthfully think i played at least over maybe three four hundred damn roughly roughly because uh it was kind of rough to get matches, but I think based off of when I did, I, I was mm -hmm. consistently like getting them. And I, I found out, so it runs better on PS5. It runs fine on PS4 Pro in the original PS4. PS4 Slim has the most issues. So that's that's my one takeaway. It's all, Yeah, the PS4 Slim has always been like the one that has, because we're talking about heat and you know uh the the also the 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 differences between the pro and, and the ps5 right in terms of the actual like uh output of the system yeah ps4 slim yeah. has always been like the one that has the issues um it's kind of been well documented it just felt like connection every time i'd connect to a match i was i would like get disconnected but then i'd play on the ps4 pro and i'm like oh all my matches just don't disconnect even if i go into the same room so or i create a room so it was a tremendous amount of annoyance, at least for PS4 Slim. Mm. But when it was working, it was working, right? So that's probably my my biggest negative takeaway from this was PS4 Slim just sucks 
internet wise with this so mm. it, it, it's weird weird so i i was like okay well we're just gonna play in a pro but other than that i truthfully believe that they with the release of like Ghostblade, i thought he was probably the better half of the game you you came across him a lot yes oh yeah of course you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna definitely see the new flavor i would say day one and half of day two i saw nothing but Ghostblade, like 90 percent of the time or i saw a striker it was it was one of those one of those two. Got the best intro in the game. Of course, you're gonna <laughs> I, see her. I, I I really think she's the best. Too strong. The I, best. I, I I still place her in top three. I just don't think I can take her out of it. She just yeah, plays I the love game to completely see jam in my fucking games. Can't I wait, dude. That's how everybody feels. They're like, oh yeah, I'm a jam main originally. I'm like, yeah, I could see. It. It's basically what she is. She's just kicking. No, she's punching jam. Jam is she, she kicking jam. She has both. She has both. But, I know, but she has, but yeah, I think, more punches, punches than anything else. Like, yeah, Jam, jam like, fucks you up like crazy. Yeah. So that's the weird part is, I w- this is why I want people to play the original DNF a little bit more. It's because in the original DNF, she has actually a, a tremendous amount of kick moves, but they kind of opted out of those because there's only so much you can do. There's just too many moves. So mm. I, I do like the route that they put her in. But yeah, no, go, uh, kind of starting with Ghostblade, he was kind of this like new addition that... I felt abused the system way more. <laughs> uh, if you, it was sick, man. I was getting some weird Virgil vibes from him. He definitely has a lot of Virgil vibes. A lot of his moveset is fast, and then the slow stuff, it starts up slow. But once it comes out, you're just like, oh, just, I'm not responding to that. Uh, he feels very finished and polished compared to maybe a few oh, wow. other characters. Mm. which is very interesting because I was expecting this character to kind of not be fully fleshed out yet, but he is really solid. I just want to make this for the record. I hate when people say the character is super cheap. You just haven't figured out options. This character is very good. Very, very good. He has some oaky setups that you just have to deal with, but he in neutral is to me, one of the stronger characters considering a majority of the characters have really good neutral. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely found at certain points, the way people were playing him, they just wasn't understanding. He has probably one of the best uh, frame trap neutral uh, sequences that I was like, this, this can't be a thing. Like it really just can't <laughs> like, like I'm like, Oh God, I love playing a ranger, but this, it, this is kind of like, I wanted to get away from ranger this this beta a little bit and primarily focus on other characters which i did get to play a lot of the other characters because they're buffs and nerfs uh i would say outside of the new character ghostblade i saw tremendous buffs come from i would say grappler he was probably the most interesting because now a lot of his moves have a lot more armor he, he <laughs> His gameplay is it's still the same, but people really didn't notice it before. He is a very heavy knockdown. Once he's in, you gotta guess. There's no no nothing to it. So I think they definitely focus primarily more on making him a better character in that sense. He's still bad. Um mm. but he, he just sucks at neutral. So I, I literally feel like he's the the driest of Ryu. He's fun, but he's not good. Uh, but no, overall, there was a lot of a lot of pros to the the beta. I felt like more people knew how to play the game. I still came across people who were familiar, who were new, but it's because mm-hmm. they missed out on the previous beta. Th- this yeah, one yeah, felt yeah. like I felt like there was more of a challenge now. 
right? And not even just to win, but to see who was really good at the game. And I noticed a lot of the Japanese players had the stronger suit of how to play the game. And they seemed like it felt like they had the release of the game already because <laughs> some of them just knew what they were doing. And I don't know if it's I just didn't cross because we didn't have the it didn't feel like the original beta had that cross play strongly uh, mm-hmm. from different country to country. So the this time it felt like the game was flesh out. And I understand people didn't they were mad because there was no training room, but it's a beta for online stress testing yeah for real i remember yeah i remember seeing like no training and this i'm like bro it's a beta this isn't even the retail copy like chill here's a new character go play with your friends or if you don't got friends just go fucking meet somebody up in a carcade and and sit down like you would in real life that's about it like yeah it was very it was very annoying here and adam i was like yeah, yeah you, know, you know i i love I always love having the accessibility to all these things. And I know people are comparing it to guilty gear and they're like, Oh, well guilty gear and it's beta had like, you know, the second one had training, uh, had like kind of like pseudo training and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, Oh, well it has a full menu. And I'm like, yeah, but they don't have to do that. Like they don't even have to give us a beta. Technically. I'm happy that we got it. You're absolutely goddamn right. They're like, technically they don't have to give a shit. They could keep this internal. They can go. Yeah to the players to fucking influencers and and other people q actual qa people that you know have a vast knowledge of breaking games or looking to tweak things out that you know the normal person wouldn't you just you know you're lucky to have access to a goddamn beta but it also don't get me wrong it's also in the best interest of the company but you know, you're, you're right they don't they don't technically have to give a shit you, they could just be like yo he's a real tall copy uh either you know you go off reviews wait your time be patient or you buy it on on launch day and and you know do your thing from there. But like, yeah, you shouldn't have to bitch about a beta just because it doesn't have an, a training mode. And plus, here's the other thing: who the fuck cares what you do in training mode? Because guess what? This is a beta. Yeah, you can't expect the shit that's working now to actually work at retail. Like, it's fun and be like, yo, this guy, you know, fucking uh, grappler had a fucking infinite in beta one. I'm pretty Gone. sure he didn't have it in the second one. Gone. Um, but I mean, if he did, that's fucking hilarious. Well, I mean, because I don't think him, it would make it in the him. in the retail. But that's the what I'm saying is like people are like tripping out, like, oh yeah, like you know, like like what's training we're gonna do for you? You're gonna learn a combo that might not even necessarily work when retail comes out. So now all that time and that training that you did didn't amount to anything. Like, so I did say one thing I would have liked to have seen, even though it's a stress test, because people were still kind of new to the game. I, I'm fine with it not being in the first beta. But the second beta, I felt like should have at least had a, a simple tutorial that goes over uh, how all the stuff works. Because like yeah. at one point, I'm like sitting there and I'm like, okay, people are still not guard canceling because they don't maybe know about it. They probably just don't remember that it's a that, thing. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, I feel like people still haven't figured out how conversion works, which is there's a lot to it. And I don't want to, I'm not going to sit here and explain that because I think it's just too much for me to explain for you guys at at this point in time, right? Yeah, I can we're tell not you, the tutorial here. Arxis yeah, can do that. That's what they I, I could just do. tell you conversion is going to be a primary point of the game, but the the other aspect that I really felt like most people didn't know, and I didn't really register it until day two of the second beta. So it's not like I'm I'm the best in the world. You know what I mean? Like I, I just, because I'm still learning the mechanics with everybody else, but I started noticing it more. And when somebody really brought it to my attention, I was like, okay, there's a lot of gray life that's happening. Like all my stuff is all about guard breaking and having you have so much gray life. 
but I never understood how to get rid of the gray life because I kept asking myself, I was like, hmm, sometimes I would just lose the gray life. And I found out it, and I, I know now, whenever you see critical hit, that's because they're doing uh, their MP skill or special skill. Well, well, MP skill. I'm just going to keep it that way. A mana skill, which essentially does critical hits. Uh-huh. And when it does critical hits, it gets rid of gray life completely. So uh, okay. that's something I just felt people needed to understand because uh, there's points where people don't get it, right? You know, it's not like Street Fighter where, you know, you see gray life and you can still keep chipping away at it. This game, it all recovers. Yeah, this, yeah, this is, this game kind of has, it's, I want to say it's more depth or anything. It's just, it's just other mechanics that are there that aren't readily, easily identifiable, right? Yeah. White, white life and white health in Street Fighter, you can kind of tell it's like, oh, it's when you're blocking anything that's fierce or something like that. Like you, you can notice that real quick. And then if they get tapped, they're like, okay, all that goes away. Easy as that. You see a recover when nothing's happening. That's it. White life in, in DNF, different, but it's like, okay, how can you, how can you show them that? Right, like it's a, it's a, it's a different detail to kind of pick up on. Yeah, but um, overall, I really felt like this was probably out of all the betas I've played. I, I kind of did complain a little bit at first, but I think it was just because I was on a PS4 Slim. But once I got everything going, I kind of found myself enjoying playing every character in the game. And I, I remember, I have a lot of history with this game, which not even just this version, because obviously this hasn't been out really. But I've had a lot of history with DNF and. Every time I always revisit DNF because I want to match up some of the things to see how how similar it is. I'm like, man, I'm surprised because they have so many moves to choose from and they pick the right ones. That That's oh, yeah. hard to do when you yeah. have 20 plus moves and you have to decide on like five. I'm like, yeah, you guys did a great job. So I, I really enjoyed that aspect of the game. And I, I kind of just want to bring it to people's attention that you know, this isn't Grand Blue. This isn't Guilty Gear. It has similarities to some extent, but I, I just don't like the, you know, there's, the speed of the game is too slow. I'm like, well, you know, you got to understand, you haven't really played the game yet. Like, there's some of us who've picked up the understanding. Like, I've, I've been teaching people in my house and online how to play a little bit more, and they play mm-hmm. a lot slower than me. I, I think I've just kind of grasped how the game should play a little bit sooner than expected because yeah. the hours I put in. Yeah. But, but I definitely feel like people aren't really grasping the real speed of the game and understanding that the game is not meant to feel like an air dasher. It's not meant to feel like a, a strong, you know, crazy anime game. That's that's already there. We see those aspects, but the movement, people are like, oh, it walks too slow. I'm like, I don't really see why you're walking 24% of the time. I mean, 90% of the time, like you should be running. Fucking abstract <laughs> like, ass number. Yo, sorry, I didn't even, I, I don't know. My head just went somewhere. I think I'm at a salt 24 25% of the time you're thinking about the mix. And then the other 10% is you're getting mixed. But, it's like, what? But, uh, I, was, I was so excited to see where you were going with that. I was like, 24, I, I know, right? oh, this you're motherfucker like, did calculations. Pull this Holy number shit. out of the fucking thin air. No, I was um, like, no, I was like, you know what, Meza? It's cool that you weren't on the show, dog. It's fine. <laughs> if you're out there doing fucking trigonometry and shit just to get that percentile just correct, uh, you know what? I can let you chill. It's fine. But yeah, no, absolutely. I feel I feel the same way uh, when it comes to the speed of the game. It's actually one of the ways I... um. I actually, I uh, uh, assess myself actually as to how much I, how comfortable, how like kind of my, I don't want to say skill level, mm-hmm. but it does kind of help interpolate my abilities in a game depending on how fast I am in it. Because 
the faster I am. And it's because I'm processing. I, for me, it's because I'm processing more and more steps. If I'm throwing out a certain button, like uh, I'll do Strive because Strive is the game I'm currently like at that level with right now when I'm playing biking. Like I will be pressing buttons when you're not near me, but it's because they're preemptive. And maybe I'm doing, I'm jumping, you know, I'm running, jump, FDing, backdashing to kind of check things and yeah. see. And if I do see the check, like I'll have a, a mat ready if I see it and then that's going to hit and then I can 2HS and I can continue my off. I'm thinking 18 steps away. At that point, I'm looking at my bar. I like, yeah, like I, I, I get that. I, f I feel that 100%. Um, and it's going to take time. Like right now, the game will feel slow. I'm pretty sure a lot of these games felt slow at first. Like Marvel did not play as fast as Marvel is played now than when exactly. it first came out. Like, let's it's just be real. It's facts. Like, it's not. Uh, motherfuckers were not double dashing in on setups that they knew were <laughs> setups that you could double dash in or something in Street Fighter V off the rip. That took time. Uh, like, it's, it, yeah, like, but, you know, I did hear, I have heard that that's one of the big things about it is movement still is kind of like, what's being looked at but like you said you know it's not i don't think they're trying to make it that right uh, a fucking air air dasher you know typical anime like it's like way fast like no it's supposed to be a very accessible type of game and sometimes move, movement movement in itself can become a barrier movement if it's too overcomplicated, can be a barrier for people to come in and play whether at a casual level or an advanced level maybe not so much at advanced but to a level yes like movement is still a, a factor there uh, so I think they're they're looking at it as that direction of trying to keep it accessible. Obviously, with you know the way special moves already are, uh, they're, they're, this is their their flavor of trying to do that. And movement is just one of the key factors to it. Yeah, I'm I'm actually so like this is kind of something important. Is I'm actually in the process of making uh, a special grid for people to understand who you should be learning how to play first. Like I'm all for play whatever character you like, but the game kind of doesn't do that for you for every character uh it feels like some characters are way more difficult such as like vanguard's a good example he's uh -huh. a difficult character and i do still deem him as a very probably the worst character in the game but it's due to the fact of his difficulty is just not it's not as easy as other characters and the other characters net more for doing nothing uh so i think a good example was Ghostblade. He's a really easy character for people to yeah. pick up this weekend. That that mm -hmm. weekend, I felt like I could teach anybody it. Anybody could just learn it on the fly. And some people were just learning and they were just doing stuff. And I'm like, ah, that seems like Ghostblade. But he fit the system of early learning. Whereas you may see a character like Striker, she has like a hundred different options and she can reverse beat like ninety percent of everything. That you're mm -hmm. like, eh, this character is way more difficult, but the payout's way higher. Yeah. So, but she doesn't play the systematic format of the game, right? You know, she's not doing A, B, C, and then stop and do special moves. She's doing like A, B, C, forward C, and then hitting 2A. And then you're just like, she's safe. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, that's they, scary. My, my example has always been um, Marvel 2 Dalsim. Like, Marvel 2 Dalsim at the highest level is he's actually an insane character. Yeah. But because he requires such a high level of, of execution that that's like that's what stopped a lot of people from from playing them is is like that execution is so high that it's not worth you know it's not worth because it's like some i mean there are some people that are like that too though um you have to play a character perfect like Millie is an example for strive like you got to play that character perfectly neutral to be as optimal but you can be a fucking soul player and far slash your way to at least a round or two most of the time 
um, because he just has he's a he's very easy to use and he has incredible uh, return on just the very the very simple things where it's not the same for other characters and yeah it's the same it's the same here it's the same in really most fighting games um, sometimes it's not as it's not as obvious and sometimes it's also not as uh, intrusive either but it exists it exists for sure yeah I, I just I really felt like this was a, a good learning experience for most who may not have been because I I mean I learned from I'm not going to say I was the best Ghostblade. I, I definitely think I learned from a lot of other Ghostblades that I fought against that were a little more fleshed out and doing combos. And I, I wonder if that's just because they maybe had a second console and they were practicing like what combo routes they can go into. But mm. I definitely explored what they were doing and amplified what I was doing. And I was like, oh, well, you know, these are certain situations where you just don't have to do that, right? But I did feel like the the pace of the game was fine. I felt like the the way they want people to be introduced into the game they have to i hate saying this you have to pick the right character first to learn the game and i think if you pick the wrong character it can be a really big turnoff especially for this game because mm -hmm. it can either be too overwhelming or it can be very underwhelming that you don't feel like you're playing the game so especially because you still have to learn all these system mechanics and be able to control you know this is the only game that you're your ability to be able to do your special moves requires a an amount of uh meter of that meter. yeah not, not ex when i'm talking yeah. ex or super we're talking about just your regular special moves requiring a resource which is cool but at the same time it's very difficult when you notice that you're spending like 80 for you know just doing one special move and then yeah. you're just like well i'm gonna be exhausted so it's like there's a lot of nuances to the game and i hate that mm -hmm. people are already starting to say well it doesn't have that much depth i'm like okay you just clearly are saying that because it doesn't look like you know we said it about guilty gear first off right we were like there's not enough depth yeah in this game. well okay let's and, be clear the meter the meter depth in that oh no it's trash. actually it's true it's it's a shell of what it was in exert yeah. right but there's a comparison to go off of right because it has history but like at the same time mm -hmm. we're like okay there is some you know pseudo nuances here they're going on in that game we just had to wait for it to get fleshed out i feel like it's different for this game there's are it's already in front of people but nobody mm -hmm. wants to respect that part i'm like you have a regenerating meter that gives you that gives you your abilities you have one super per round and people still don't know when they have super like there's a lot of little things i'm like you know you can't combo do these like super long combos and expect super to just work just because you know you hit them with a heavy move like there's a lot of nuance to doing these things but at the same time there's a lot of system mechanic nuances that have just not been fleshed out yet for people to understand so i'm i'm very for being understanding and maybe i'm just a little bit more of a fanboy about it but i'm like you know what you guys got to give it some time you'll see the fleshed outness of the game and how it actually has a lot of depth it's just we haven't gotten to that point yet where people yeah. understand all the mechanics. So I'm okay with that, but I just wanted to stay. I was actually re looking back at one of the, at the video, uh, in the video. So there's a ghost blade named Virgil main. So that's why you're also getting that vibe. Like he has <laughs> yeah, all those things. Baby. He does. He does. He's got that attitude. He's blue. He's, he's just, he's just all <laughs> kinds of cool dog, man. My man just hits the bill. I would definitely, I would play him. Um, he is a, he, I am, I am a Virgil, Virgil Stan. That has been my character since the MC3. Um, but yeah, he looks he looks hella fun. Can't wait to see what else comes out of it. I'll, I'll just say this for the record. I, I went back to it because obviously I still play DNF. Um, I did go back to DNF for some odd reason. 
and I kudos to you guys, whoever out there playing the game still, and you're not just in PVE or you came back. Thank you for coming back because I can actually get matches now and I'm actually going to post <laughs> post videos up for that. But it's crazy because oh, yeah. like there's it's P- I'm having PVP matches in a game that's like 10 plus years old that I never yeah. thought would come back. You know, it, it's just weird that now everybody's playing it. And I, I hope I, I, I know MJ came on my stream actually and was intrigued by everything that I knew about the game and everything I also knew about the, you know, its original state where it was before this came out. And I showed him and I think everybody should check it out. If you haven't, go to dfoneopole.com. Obviously not sponsored or anything, but just go there and really look at all the characters. There's so much potential to learn things from that and also to understand more of the lore. Like I'm going back through the lore. There's characters I think like we're going to see as uh-huh. you know boss characters or possibly uh story characters that are referable to the original game. So I think that's really cool. And honestly, I I just I, I would hope everybody enjoys the game more than I do cuz I, I really fucking enjoy this game. I think, I think it's fucking impossible to enjoy the game more than Meza. You guys go <laughs> check out his VOD, Meza FGC on Twitch. Of course, uh, he's got, like I said, 13 plus hours each. Plenty of matches. Go check that stuff out. Um, but with that, we're going to be jumping to our randoms. It's going to be quick, short, and to the point. Uh, I think you guys, uh, last week, if you didn't know, uh, I, I have some content planned right now because uh, the, the Steam Deck has been in full force. been getting... Uh, Valve put up a, an update. There's more of them being sent out. Funny enough, hey, I'm Q2, my Q2 gang. That's us right now. And actually, I just got my email last week. And I'm actually getting mine this Wednesday. So I'm super stoked for that. And I have some uh, some content I definitely want to get into, you know, because a lot of people are looking at it as the silver bullet to bring FGC to PC. I'm skeptical. And I'm going to make these videos to kind of find find out. You know, I could be wrong. I, I'm not to say I have all the answers. I'm not saying that in any way, shape, or form. But I have a good educated idea since I've been around this kind of stuff for um i don't know 20 plus years or something like that so i kind of have an idea um but regardless i have uh it's coming it's coming through it's on the horizon want to i'll have some more details for you guys as soon as i'm set up and ready to go uh and i will definitely be plugging in here for those that are interested for those that are also maybe in my freaking you know the quarter two gang or in the steam deck queue you know that are waiting that about you know this is a good way to kind of get an answer on things so i just want to give you guys a heads up there but on top of that uh capcom Capcom Fighting Collection is actually up for uh, pre-purchase now on Steam. Remember, got a variety of freaking fighting games that some have never even had a console release or a home release. Looking at Red Earth right there. And uh, if you want to support, especially if you want to get yourselves a possibility of getting a new Darkstalkers, which actually, funny enough, Darkstalkers is trending today on Twitter. Uh, this is one of the reasons why, for sure. It's because people are saying, hey, support Darkstalkers. Go pre-order the game. Go pre-purchase. Go support it. Go buy the game if you're about it. Because they are looking at this. Remember, these are uh, these are all games that are getting brought into uh, Steam with rollback. And also some other changes. There's like an EX mode uh, for... Uh, I don't know if it's all games. I saw for Darkstalkers where they're even changing some of the parameters. This is basically a, a balance patch of sorts. Uh, for the game where even some moves are like you know that weren't overhead now are overhead and things like that i, I saw a tweet about it earlier and i was like oh shit they need to come out with a comprehensive list of all the changes for ex mode because that might actually end up being a patch you know technically a patch that the competitive scene will look behind and actually could you know 
before because especially if it fixes some things like maybe on a car is actually gets a proper throw or doesn't have to eat the fucking uh the amount of offense that he does because he's literally missing uh certain move sets that other characters have or access to certain mechanics that other characters have um that would be fucking amazing uh this is kind of came out of left field i didn't see that in any of the promo but it turns out it's it's showing up uh, online and people are noticing it uh, but yeah, remember guys, this is coming out with, uh, what is it? Five Darkstalkers games, Darkstalkers, Night Warriors, Night Warriors, Darkstalkers Revenge, Vampire Savior, uh, Vampire Hunter, and Vampire Savior 2, as well as Hyper Street Fighter 2, the Anniversary Edition. That is the one that includes Violent Ken and Evil Ryu. Uh, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, fucking classic. I don't know much more I need to say there. And also Super Gem Fighter Mini Mix, also a classic. Cyberbots, uh, for those that don't know, that's where Jin uh comes from jen mbc2 character you know blodia for those that know what i'm talking about there and then of course red earth uh they're all getting released vampire hunter 2 and a vampire savior 2 are japanese only there is no localization for those games as those never made it across the pond for us uh but yeah the the uh the the pre-purchase is up for all my steam homies go check that out go join up go see what you know all the hubbub's about go support I want to see new Doc Stalkers. I don't know about you guys. Doc Stalkers is not dead. Hashtag needs to start getting trending next too. Uh, but in which case, the best thing you can do is, like I said, it's pre-purchase. Go check it out on Steam right now. Capcom Fighting Collection. It's coming in June. Best way to make this happen. I'm going to give it a try. Oh, I'm definitely giving it a try. I, I the more I looked cool. at it, the more I'm like, God damn it, this game is fucking fun. I mean, I'm never going to play Street Fighter 2 because I, don't, I just don't care. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know if I'll play. It just that, feels that, weird. There's that some there. dirt for sure. But I feel it has to be there, you know. I'm gonna play Puzzle Fighter. But yeah, so uh, let me see. The oh, the last thing that I need to bring up, of course, is this is just a quick update. This came out of left field. So Equinox, uh, sponsor of uh, a multitude of personalities in fighting games, from your Phantom, what is it, Phantom Mira, to of course your your FGC players like uh, Brian F. Uh, sent out a update. Unfortunately, they will be. Uh, they will not be competing in fighting games in their future, uh, and the all their players and stream teams will be released. Uh, it was a difficult decision on their end. Uh, they are still going to continue growing the team in search of uh, talent and uprooting talent and 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 making them grow and such. Uh, but you know they, they they stated that it was specifically due to COVID nineteen forces to shift the focus. Uh, so they will no longer be a competitive team. They'll be managing talent and creating events and content for the FTC. Um, which, you know, it happens. Um, I'm kind of conf- a little confused, though, as to the whole COVID thing, because, like... COVID's kind of, like, ending. <laughs> I mean, I'm, well, no, not even just ending, but I'm like, I don't know how that affected them, because, I like, mean, it's not like they run... It's not like they run a venue. It's like, not like... It's not like they... Not like they ran in-person events. They they had players, yes, but you could, you know, online became a thing, but maybe, I don't know, maybe in, uh, not enough of their players were, were making a splash online, and that was just not I mean, enough, because... But that's so weird, because you have Brian F. doing well, you have Cuddlecore doing well. I mean everybody's kind of stepping into their role even like i don't know i mean it's just a little weird I yeah agree, but it leaves a vacuum right it leaves a gap now for any other other org that wants to step into that role now that things are going to be going offline again mm, kind of you know, I, I mean equinox is taking a step back from competitive play i think that does say something I, i'm just i'm just uh i'm this feels like when it comes when it comes when it comes to esports teams right like I'm going to just keep it 100. They are not a profitable venture. No, not at all. Um, and, and like, not I'm saying any level, only a very few. And we're talking like your liquids. You're talking like your yeah. fucking 
TSMs and shit. Like those high level at that level, that's it's something else. Um, and fighting games, man, we're already poverty as it is. Like th that's why, like, really, it's not about the sponsors. It's about the player's brand is yep. the biggest selling point. Your Daigos, your Justins, your fucking, you know, even Brian F. I think Brian F has a strong enough brand. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you could just go off you know, on his own if you that, want. Your, your punks, your Sonic Foxes, they're, they're a brand. And really, it's the opposite. Sponsors getting attached to them, they actually, I think the sponsors tend to get more growth out of it than the players at times. I mean, maybe Panda's a, an, an, a, an exception uh, there, but Panda's, Panda's backing. Just... Panda's, Panda's an exception because the backing of what they have is, is, is a little different because they like... have. I just a feel like lot this, of players. I feel like Panda slipped in at the right time because, like, they slipped in right behind. Yeah, and they're doing content and stuff. They're yeah. pushing a lot. Yeah, equal. Like, I don't know how. Like I said, I'm not here trying to bash on them. Like, no, hey, no, it no, happens. No, no. It it absolutely happens. But I just find it like strange as to the the reasoning because COVID COVID affected everyone. Yes, let's be real. Mm -hmm. But like, it affects people that have something something that was affected by like. Like traffic. some game some more than anything else something something that is physical something that's foot traffic something that is based on sales like that like you know they had merch and stuff i'm like yeah that's a, that's an online store that sales technically go up for online when all this went down so uh i don't know i'm a, a little confused in the wording but you know what they they know their event their, their their ventures way better than me they know their books way better than me i'm just an outsider looking in i'm just looking at you know what's given to me i'll just i'll state this for the record i just feel like Equinox seemed like they were in an okay place where, yeah, maybe they had to like build some things up on, a, on a, uh, the other end. But I mean, maybe this is a good step back. Like, let's be real. If they're taking a step back and they're focusing more on like talent management and event media, because they really weren't running too many tournaments or doing anything like too crazy. I think them taking a step back might be them. I hate saying it this way, but possibly rebranding or realigning their their goals yeah they're reassessing possibly. yeah so now they're i think they're gonna venture out past fgc stuff and start bringing yeah. in more teams for like maybe shooters and stuff like that i mean that's probably the best route so that because remember let's be honest here fighting games you're right it doesn't bring in the money like that but all the other games do the shooters and you know the rts games those are where it's at right so if you look at uh, 100 Thieves, they're a good example of a team that, outside of COD, they don't really have fighting game players. They could if they want. No, yeah. But they did pick up, they just picked up a League of Legends team that's doing phenomenal. So, you know, maybe this is their route and then get back into fighting games or to proceed into fighting games. Like that, I, it kind of confuses me when teams don't do that first because fighting games isn't primarily a big you know audience like it's that. because it's because it's, it's the same reason why like you can start a career in fighting games and you could learn to pivot um it's the same way well that's just for a player it's the same way with a sponsor you can start there because the 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 thresholds are so low mm. it's kind of it's kind of wild but it, it works both ways but yeah. yeah regardless once again i i hope them the best we'll probably see them around for sure i don't think this will be really be the end of it they were they were pretty much a a pretty well well-rounded brand that people were aware of and like i said that's because of players like your brian neffs your cuddle cores and those players that in, in stream members that got released i'm sure we will see them they're all very talented people so no doubt we'll see another name get attached there that can support their ventures and, and help push them forward and kind of elevate their careers that's kind of like just the biggest thing i don't want to take away from it but i just gotta say one thing i think the other theories they're getting bought out that's the only other thing i can think of all right i'm good yeah, that's, that's <laughs> that's, it, just, it was just on my mind i was like yo what if they get bought out that that's probably what's happening here. So they're about yeah. to sell. 
You know, you know what's, you know what's, because you, you, you just brought it up. You know what's crazy about selling out? It's totally what we're doing right now. Hey guys, we're checking out our folks attack this week. It's brought to you by Manscaped. Yes, if you haven't already checked out the performance package 4.0, that is patch 4.0. There includes the lawnmower 4.0. It, it is a awesome set of trimmers that we all here on the Double Tap Show actually do have and do uh, do actually use. Uh, they are waterproof. They you know they help reduce things like the ingrown hairs and all that. You know, got to make sure you stay clean down there as well as you know getting yourself a separate blade. It is a changeable top that you can have for your face as well. I would just uh, make sure to label it right so that way you don't kind of get mixed up there. I'd hate to get mixed in the shower, let alone in front of my damn game uh, with, with, with some bumps and all. You don't want to go out, especially me. I went out to the NYC uh, Tech in X uh, Philadelphia event. Had to be had to come clean and cut, man. So make sure to go check out Manscaped. If you want to go check out some of their products, make sure to use the promo code DOUBLETAP for 20% and free shipping of whatever products you are pulling there, of course. Like I said, 20% off and free shipping for the double tap promo code at manscaped.com. Helps support the show. Helps keep you guys clean, mean, and looking good as you guys are, you know, your ever-emerging world warriors that are coming out there, all right? And you know, it doesn't, you don't have to actually have to go out. It also feels good to be looking good at home. You, you can play online. You don't have to wear shorts. You don't got to wear pants, but at least make sure you're clean cut, all right? That's, that's, that's the matchup. But guys, the Folks Attack is brought to you, of course, once again by Manscaped. Let's get right into it. This week, we have a really cool message for y'all. This is an interesting topic um, that I have, I've, I've unironically been in the situation, I think, on both sides. And it is the, and no, it's not free to play. We're not, we're not talking free to play yet. <laughs> we'll be doing that in a future episode. Um, but it, it, it's on the realm of when it comes to bringing in new people, when events happen, when people are uh, coming out to events for the first time, new players, um, as vets of said events, right? Let's say it's a weekly. A weekly you go to, could be the one at your local land. It could be at the homie's house, college, uh, whatever, right? A club, you're regular there new person comes up to the, to, to the setup. You're about, you're just sitting down, right? It's a regular, let's say it's a Wednesday, regular Wednesday. You're sitting down, you're getting things ready. You're in your training mode, just warming up your hands. New player comes in. Yo, Hey man, uh, can I, can I sit here? Yeah. Yeah. Can I play? Like, yeah, yeah, dude, come through, come through. Like, yeah, what's up? My name is whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just, let's just get right to it. All right. Quiz, right? Put the, put the, who wants to be a millionaire question, question tense music right here. Do you, A, proceed to play as normal? You know, don't know the player. Could be a killer. Could, could absolutely be fresh off the boat. So you just play normal. You know, play to your skill level, what you know, how you know the matchup, X, Y, Z. Do you, B, look into, you know, kind of give them a round or two, kind of assess the data, see where they're at, where their gameplay is at, which then kind of alludes to C, uh, to, wait, am I in B or C? C. <laughs> I'm on C. All right. C, take it easy on them to kind of get, a, get, you know, kind of get them feeling good because you know you're going to end up bodying them 50 to zero. Or do you D, get up and leave because you're like, nah, man, I don't, I don't play for less than $20. Right? All right. So those, those are the options. Um, all right. More really specifically, this, the options are, are, are for A and, a and C, I believe, <laughs> um, is, you know, do you take it easy on new people when they're coming in and, and learning? Or do you, uh, do you just like, just raw, no, no consideration there, but not in a mean way, but like if they ask questions, are you answering them? Uh, are you pulling back to kind of help them in their confidence? 
Um, or are you just no mercy? Like I said, just, just showing it how it is and be like, yeah, man, like this is where you're at. And this is, this is what the, the skill level is out here. All right, Mezzer, go. What's your answer? So I'm all for teaching. So it's kind of hard for me to reserve that, that moment to be like, I'm going to go easy on you. Cause that's not how I was brought up, you know, whether it was before I got into the fighting game scene or when I did get into the fighting game scene, my I will use a uh, a famous quote my cousin famous uh, quote my cousin used to always say is he would always say I don't care if you're an uh, a child or even a baby I'm beating that ass and uh <laughs> it, it always stuck with me that like you know sometimes you don't even know one of the one of the best players could be that kid and instead and, you know and it goes both ways you could either you could be nice to them and kind of let them win a game or two or you could beat that ass and you never know they might become that player that's driven it's hard to tell but mm-hmm. i always feel like there is no respect when i i let off the gas if i was a race car driver mm-hmm. would i go easy on someone who's who just made it to the top let's say i'm in formula one would i and you just came from Formula Two. Am I gonna let off the gas so you can learn to be better at Formula One racing? No. You can mm. come and ask me questions afterwards. I will give you those I will give you those tips. I can even come to you and say, Hey, look, yo, you were hitting that corner a little hard. Let up on it. You're burning more than you need to. Like I'm okay with teaching that way, but I don't I don't like the idea of let me be nice to you and you don't like like it's like we said before, there's levels to learning. You mm-hmm. can, not everybody's going to learn from getting their ass beat the whole time. But are they asking the right questions? Are you teaching them the right things? Because I've mm-hmm. taught people in this house who want to get better, but they're not as good. And if I let off the gas, they'll even tell me, are you letting me win? Because then it, it sometimes I feel like that's counterproductive because then it looks like they think that you're not showing not them taking them seriously yeah. and shit right yeah and, and they, they, they the could almost right? get offended that way right yeah and i think that's a bigger turnoff where people will leave more often uh but it, it's hard right it's hard for us to sit here and say you know it's like being a coach you, you got to find the right you know fight right groove i've i've actually played somebody in bb tag i've beaten them really bad and then afterwards uh-huh. i said hey i think you have something good here if there's any questions you have just ask and this was in tournament I was I didn't mm. want to feel like that person was going to walk away and be like kick some rocks. I didn't learn shit. I got to like wait for people to uh, like I have to go up to people and talk to them and I may not be uh, a very outgoing person. You know, I might be a, an introvert instead of an extrovert. So, I always like to reach out to people. I think that's a good way to do it. Even if you okay. beat their ass, beat their ass and then go reach out to them if they want it, right? At least put the extension out there. If they don't want it, then they don't have to come back for it. But I don't think it should be easy as an entry fee. Nothing in sports technically is easy unless you're just that fucking good. And then it's easy. Mm. But it, it shouldn't okay. be easy. All right. Okay. Okay. That's a good, solid, responsible answer. Uh, if you were to ask me, I give no mercy. You sit down. You pull up with the sticks. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna play you as hard. I will give you my 100. I will not pull back. I want you to quit. But, technically, <laughs> but but I will 
Otherwise, notice some things and I will look at your gameplay and do the same. I will teach. I have no problem doing that. I think shout out to, to Ginger Filth, who has actually gone through the gauntlet of myself and Static G in, in Strive. Um, and I think I think Ginger ended up with like, correct me if I'm wrong, Ginger. Like I, this, this is literally not to undermine you. If I'm trying to think, I think it was maybe three. I want to, I'll give you four. four. Four of his matches to my... And I, I had to be in the 30s or something like that. Um, and maybe even even maybe even more. But like that was the point is like, you know, you're it, it, there was the equivalent. I looked at that. That was completely online. It wasn't in person or anything. So unfortunately, I couldn't teach as much like verbally. But, you know, we were like saying what's up in the DMs and, and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I can't see myself pulling back. Just be nice. It's kind of like one of those whole like, babe, does this do these pants make my my ass look fat? I'd be like, <laughs> yes. I mean, but this is a and I enjoy situation. it, so I'll tell it to you and be truthful, ma. But I won't be a dickhead either about it, right? Like I don't want yeah. a lot of you, but I won't be a dickhead. I'd be like, yeah, like, hey, look, I, and it's it's fucking, you know, it, it's that. Like I said, it's definitely within that same realm of like whether or not you're trying to tell a, a lie to help somebody feel better. Your gameplay is like, are you making your gameplay a lie to make me feel better? It's like that could do way more damage than good, even if your intentions are good even your intentions are to not hurt somebody's feelings or whatever they these guys are when they're stepping up they are competitive they came up to the sticks they took the time out of the day to sign up to make sure they were there on time to see the setup to look at you and be like yeah I'll, i could take him or her and and come in so you know what give them that same respect to to that they took that time to then be able to be like you know all right you came here for a challenge i'm gonna give you a challenge right that's that's how i see it but it's also good to teach you should also be teaching them because you know doing the same thing over and over again without with you know expecting a different result right that's that definition of insanity shout out to far cry three uh so you don't want them to go fucking insane. You want them to learn. You want them to understand, like, this is why, yo, this is this overhead. These are some of my setups. This is why you should block. And if you block it, these are my options. If you block Yozansen, I could be a nut. And, and you know, even if you block it, I'm technically, the way I did it, I could be uh, fucking, I don't know, like negative five or something. Or I could be a nut and do it again. And just because you decided 2K and because I jumped, now you just got counter hit Yozansen. Maybe I'll do it a third time. I've definitely done it online like three times. <laughs> You've done it to me. I'll, I have done it three times. So motherfucker, I'd be like, yo, you need to like block high. And then I go like, you're not, I'm not going to do it high this time. And on that third one, I'll go low. And they're like, ah, I got mixed. And I'm like, exactly. That's the point. But I would tell that to somebody. I would explain it the way I just explained it because I want them to learn because I want to 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 help anyone that decides to play me because they obviously want to play to learn or play to, you know, okay, they might not always be wanting to play to get better. They might just be playing because they enjoy it. But once they hit a wall of frustration in playing you, that's the moment where you need to kind of bring that wall down and be like, all right, yo, I see you're struggling with this. That shit is plus five. Don't, don't respect it. Like, and if you don't want to respect it, these are your options. You know, you can DP, you can super, you can, you can Hail Mary. Yes, it's high risk. But if I know you're going to do it, you know, don't, don't be surprised if I block it or if I, you know, see your option. Right. But learn. And now it's like on my plus five, it's like they, maybe they dash back now. And now it's like, oh, okay, cool. There you go. They built the space. They, you know, da da da. Or maybe this next time, instead of dashing back, they're going to super. And now they catch what I think is going to be a dash, uh, a back dash punish. Like that's how you end up growing. 
Uh, but like, yeah, I, it's, it's been a talk like lately. It's like, you know, how do you don't want to, cause right. FGC is all about bringing new people in, right? We have to bring in the new blood, but we don't want to make them feel bad. It's like, no, fuck that. That's not the point. You bring in the new people, you play them, but you teach them. It doesn't mean you have to hold back. And, and, and I, and in some levels it's kind of disrespectful to do that. So I'm, I'm not one to do that. I, I don't think that's the the path. You should always be ready to, to give them your all. Because that's what they came here for. Because guess what? In a tournament, like you said, motherfuckers ain't gonna hold back. Nope. As soon as I know you can't, you don't know what to do with my not minus five, I'm gonna do that shit again until you block. Until you learn your lesson. In casuals, I'll fucking tell you. Sure, no problem. If you can apply it in tournament, fucking good on you. But if this was just tournament and I realize you're doing that, hold yeah. that. Like you, you can't expect people to let you win. Just so you can feel good about yourself. I mean, look, there's there's cannon fodder, all right? I'm not going to say that there aren't players that you're like, oh, I'm happy I got this player today. First round, right? Just so I can warm up. But at the end of the day, you like, you still have to remember, there's another player on the end that's not maybe as experienced. I don't like to say there's bad players. I like to say there's inexperienced players. Uh, yeah. That's been an ongoing thing for me. And I, I feel like the more people understand that there's inexperienced players, they will start to understand... You know, everybody's been at some point where they had to learn something, right? Did you learn the same way? And maybe that might dictate how you teach people, right? But if mm -hmm. somebody's been blowing your shit up the moment you start playing, like I know I'm from the arcade era still. So when I put in the sticks, it's not a matter of, hey, let's learn. It's a matter of, I just put in a quarter. One of us got to win because we want to stay on the machine. So. Yeah. Mom, moms, moms ain't coming back for an hour. I, and this is all she gave, she me. gave me. Four I quarters. Gotta make this last, motherfucker. <laughs> she gave me four quarters, and the machine takes two quarters to pop. So yeah, bro, like, I got two chances. I'm trying to make this like worth three turns at minimum. So it's one of those things where I, I feel like there is this, and I've heard it before, where people say, "What are you doing? Don't go lighter on that person." I'm like, if I go lighter on them, they're gonna feel like the entry fee is way, way lower than what it should be. That's not okay for me because mm. even though my entry fee might have been really high and I may want you to stay in this community, if I put that entry fee at a low level and then you walk in and you do well and then the next time you decide to sign up for the entry fee and it's way higher than you expected, your expectations are completely broken. And now you might be like, yo, I thought I was good. I'm leaving. You know, it, it's it's like when we were kids on the, the who's the best kid in on your block, right? And then your mm -hmm. world opens up when you're like, now who's the best kid in the region? And you're just like, the block down the street, shit. next like, city over. Like it the gets state. the entry yeah. fee gets higher and higher, and nobody's sitting there saying, "Hey, we're gonna make it easy for you to get in, so you could stay." I look, I'm all for keeping a community, but I'm not gonna sacrifice play and understanding why they lost. There, that's why we have video footage nowadays. You can go back and look why you lost. Were you making good decisions? Yep. Were you hitting the wrong buttons? Were you doing something positive and you didn't capitalize on it? There's so many things that can be fleshed out now that I don't think we need to lower the bar tremendously to the point where we're like, hey, we just want you to keep playing with us. Like, I, I don't gain anything from playing somebody who doesn't want to work harder and want to learn. I don't, I don't, I don't think it helps that player or the community. So I just don't see the point of Sure. And now, look, don't get me wrong. If we're talking about like Make a Wish Foundation and the kids playing me, all right, I, I might 
completely let off the throttle. (laughs) When did this just go? I'm just saying, I might completely let off the throttle. You know, if I was like punk or something like that, I might be like, you trying to play. All right, bro. I'm gonna give you. This I mean, work. I don't. I'm sorry. My goal is All not right, to. Bro, you make know, I'm not gonna keep going on that way. This is about to get fucking <laughs> really dark, really quick. Actually, <laughs> shit. What's wrong with me? Sorry, I was gonna be like, I was like, yeah. You want to experience? No, I'm not even gonna say it. I'm you're gonna, gonna learn today. You're gonna you're learn like, today. Like, I just the world is not fair. You probably already know that. All right, never mind. Yeah. I'm gonna stop. It's like the one dude in the crowd that catches the ball over the kid that's from Make a Wish Foundation oh, doesn't yeah, give it to yeah, him. Yeah, it's like, yeah. come on, man. Man, it's mine. Yeah, but then once they realize they got a camera on them, like, yeah, oh shit, right. yeah, they got to, and they got their lady friend with them, like, oh, I gotta flex. <laughs> but this yeah. Tinder date's already cost me too much. This beer is it's like seven dollars a, a cup. She's like three in. <laughs> you anyway. know what I'll say? You know I'll say? I think environment plays a big role, right? You know, because we, yeah. we look at it mostly like primarily tournament. But what happens in in a casual setting, right? When we're all supposed to be practicing learning, mm-hmm. do we push the envelope? Do we not? Like, I know when I want to help someone learn. I will not play my primary team. I might play my secondary or third team or third character, right? Not to discredit them, but because I want them to ramp up into something like, and they'll even say, can you just play with with your best character? I'm like, yeah, I can. I just wanted you to get used to the speed that we're going to play at (laughs) somewhere. And also, you can always hit them with the options to like, like, yo, this isn't even my best team. Y'all see me with my know, best right? team. So, dude, how <laughs> many times has that happened? <laughs> I've had motherfuckers do that shit. I'll be like, yo. And then they swap to <laughs> I'll go like, oh, cool. They're this character. And I'm like beating on them. And then they're like, then they swap. And I'm like, oh, this must be their main. And then I could proceed to beat on their main. And I'm like, yeah, you tried that slick shit, huh? Yeah, you got to hold that, <laughs> motherfucker. I, I oh, I'm going to get up. As soon as I get done, like the, the set, I get up. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go check out this other one. And they have to hold it. You you ever play That's those so people who are playing like the, the top of the cream of the top tier and they're just like, nah, bro, this isn't even my best team. And they switch to like something really bad. Yeah, I'm like, bro, how what better can it get? Like, if you're not <laughs> good with this, like it's downhill. Like, good luck. You know, I good I, luck. I, I'm allowed to be a part of that exception because I played team trench coat and I was really fucking bad with that team. And it was a really good team. It and then I went really back to my Viper team. Magneto team and everybody yeah, was like, well, you yeah. play so much better with this team. Yeah, yeah, that is also true. It's always about the style. But yeah, guys, let us know. This is kind of like the pseudo focus attack uh, community question. Somebody sits down next to you, brand new, fresh face. As far as you know, fresh face, are you holding back or are you going to B option and you're just going to, well, technically that was the A option. Are you just <laughs> going to full option. throttle that? <laughs> Thro- full throttle that, no holes barred. We playing. You sat down. I don't care. I have, I assume you're the most dangerous fucking player. What's Magneto say? He's, he, does, does he say like something like... Uh, deletion or some type. oh he says magnetic squeeze yeah that's how i look at it yeah you magnetic squeeze like yeah you're just gonna hit him with that well day. let's find out find out let us know of course you guys can tweet at us you guys can respond via the comments or of course you can join the discord mash.gg for slash discord join the f double tap fgc group get yourself a nice little flair there let us know i'll be posting this up in discord tonight because i want to hear your answers But guys, that's going to be it for us this week. This has been another episode of Double Tap. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Uh, Of course, you guys can follow this show on Twitter at Double Tap FGC. You can follow us also on Instagram at Double Tap FGC. Make sure to follow Mash Those Buttons at The Mash Network. Uh, Check out all our other shows that go on here. Of course, if you're not fighting games isn't your only thing, maybe you're on that horizon. Forbidden West, Final Fantasy XIV, Apex. Shout outs to the Dropping Spicy Boys. Warcraft, you got plenty of others as well. Go check it out. Twitter.com forward slash dumbash network. You guys can follow Meza 
at Meza at Meza FGC, not only on Twitch, but also on Twitter. Once again, those 13-hour VODs are live and full effect. And also on YouTube, on YouTube, right? You got some content coming out. I've actually been cutting up a lot of the content. So if you guys don't want to sit and watch the 13 hours, which I totally respect and understand, I'm cutting a lot of it, a lot of it up over the course of the next two months. Plus, I will be also releasing a lot of information on uh, the NF duel itself. There you go. Go once again, follow Meza at Meza FGC on all socials, YouTube, Twitch, then Twitter. Even though he's not here, probably enjoying some roller coasters right now. Uh, I don't know. It's like nine o'clock at night, but I, I can see him doing it's a it. roller coaster at night. Right? Static no. Gorilla at Twitch and on Twitter. You think he was playing Tomb Raider three last time I checked uh, on top of uh, uh, he was playing TNS. He was like one away from top 24 out there. Shout out to him on the grind still. It was some good stuff. Once again, go follow Static Gorilla at Static Gorilla. You can follow me at Crash Tech VS on Twitter. Tag me. Let me know. What's up? Give me. It could be either of us. It doesn't have to be the show, but you can tag, of course, any of us when it comes to the community question. Folks attack your thoughts. Or if you got an article or something you want me to check out, just tag us. Open. DMs are open. I love talking to everybody. It's all good luck. Uh, of course, once again, if you didn't already, Discord, mash.gg forward slash Discord. Get involved in our segments. Community question. Folks attack. My mains, which we still do have plenty of people to go on my mains, and we have not forgotten about it. I am getting everything together. Uh, and why you should play. I am hoping to bring that back, too. I actually really enjoyed that segment as to why you should pick up some of these games. Not so much why you shouldn't play. Like, why you should play Darkstalkers. Maybe we'll do that one next. Maybe that'll be for next week. You guys can contact us on whether, you know, why you guys said comments, any questions, via whatever podcast platform of choice or on the site. Uh, shoot, you shit, you can double, uh, you, you can double, you can uh, email us at double tap at mash.gg as well. If, if you feel that's going to be easier for you uh, and you guys can help, of course, free of charge, sharing, liking, retweeting, uh, rating and reviewing the show. It's super helpful. Shout out to my cats out there on Reddit. I was posting up some things and, and, and someone actually posted up, yo, I love double tap. Uh, uh, I love the work you guys put in. Keep it up. I was like, oh. That's awesome. That's like from a couple of weeks ago. I feel bad. I didn't see it. But my Reddit notifications tend to get fucked up sometimes. So I don't see them. But shout outs to you and shout outs to everyone that has reviewed. Or well, if you haven't already rated and reviewed the show, make sure to do that. Helps with the alg algorithm. Let's just show up in front of more heads. It's greatly appreciated. Helps grow the show. It's all in support. Like I said, you could do all that free of charge. And if you do have, if Mom Dukes did give you a couple credits and you're done and you kind of had your fill, you kind of had a couple extra. You guys can, of course, support us on Patreon, mtb.gg forward slash support. You can check out the various ways, but patreon.com forward slash smash those buttons. You can support this show at $5 a month. Subscribe there. Get yourself an X, get yourself X factored because that will be your tag on the Discord. That is exclusive. There's a Teespring, of course, as well. You guys can support there. We have a legacy double tap shirt. We are working on some more merch. It'll take a little bit of time, but it's very much useful. And if you do happen to have Amazon Prime, you can support the show and actually all shows on the Mash Those Buttons Twitch page, which is twitch.tv TV forward slash Mash Those Buttons and support by giving us that prime. All love for those that are doing it. I know we have gotten a couple of people to come in and join and support. All love to those that are that are doing it, all those that are going to do it in the future for sure. And if you want to pick up some of these games, like I said, hey, I'm a bundle affiliate link. Helps out with a lot of different uh, uh, launchers and stores, Epic Game Stores, you play Steam. If you're thinking about picking up that Capcom game, hey, check out our affiliate link. Help you out right there. Supports us gives and gives you guys a little bit of support as well as much as we can. Stay tuned after the show, of course, to hear more about the Mash Those Buttons shows here that we have on our network. We're going to be live once again next week. Twitch.tv forward slash Mash Those Buttons. Full effect. We're going to have the full crowd. I, like I said, I'm going to have some footage for y'all. Going to have our World Warrior coming back. It's been a while. 
FGC is healing. Offline's coming back. But make sure to stay tuned for that. Once again, all love to everyone. Thank you for listening to the show. I'm Crash. That's Meza. And we'll be live next week. All love. We'll see you guys later. Peace. Thank you for choosing a Mash Those Buttons podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you would like to subscribe to one of our shows, you can find us on multiple podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you can't find us on your favorite podcast platform, head over to mashthosebuttons.com, grab the RSS feed, and use it in your podcast platform of choice. We have shows for many different games, so if you want to check out some other podcasts you may enjoy, you should go to mashthosebuttons.com slash shows or stick around to hear about other shows that are available this week. Mash Those Buttons is an independent outlet that is supported by patrons. If you enjoy our content and want to help us grow, you can become a patron for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com slash mashthosebuttons. Besides helping us expand our content, patrons gain early access to special content and also have access to exclusive supporter-only content. If you'd like to stay connected with Mash Those Buttons, you can follow us at twitter.com slash themashnetwork, facebook.com slash mashthosebuttons, or we'd love to have you join our Discord community at discord.me slash mashthosebuttons. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time.